Good morning, something a little different today. I'm not in the car because it's a beautiful day. It was minus 5.5 earlier on, up to about minus three now. Why am I not in the car? Well, firstly, because it's beautiful. Secondly, because if any of this is got any modicum of truth in it, then we're not gonna be in our cars anyway. So well, I thought I'd pick a beautiful scene to present a very not beautiful video. This has done the rounds on YouTube. I'm gonna read a transcript because previously it was a European version. I've put it into English speak. I'm gonna read it and then just tell me what you think in the comments and then we'll call it a day. No more dark videos for today. 1st of December, happy December. Blue skies, first time in ages. Let's take a look at this. I've titled this, they are coming for your car. Here is the entire message in English. I work in the IT department of a very large renowned insurance company headquartered in Germany. Unfortunately, what I tell my circle of friends and relatives about my projects, they dismiss as conspiracy theory. Many people don't see or understand what will happen to us with this great digitalization revolution, especially the possible dangers or misuse. Here is a small excerpt of the pilot projects that we are working on. Topic, the digitized car. Pilot projects which are already underway. In the next 10 years, it will no longer be possible to insure old cars. And it says, I drive like one like that too. I drive many old cars. You'll be forced to buy a digital car. Obviously we know that electric cars are all connected. You can no longer have a simple charger. Your charger has to be smart. So the charger knows how much you're charging, how much charge you're putting in. And I and many others have been saying that it's a red flag that you have to use an app on your phone to charge your car. You'll be forced to buy a digital car. Otherwise you won't get insurance. These cars are online 24 seven and in real time in touch with the insurance and traffic authorities for remote surveillance and surveillance of the authorities. And that's no joke. Depending on your driving style, the time and the speed, the type of driver, your insurance premium will automatically adjust. I.e., if you drive too fast or are too risky, you will not only pay a fine to the magistrate, but your insurance premium automatically increases. So let's say you register your car to drive at night. You're a nighttime worker. You get a higher premium and your car automatically knows that and feeds it back to the insurance company. So let's say you have a few more passengers in your car. The weight in your car goes up. Your, high, your, your, your premium goes up at the same time automatically. This is all happening in real time. If your premium is not paid, they switch your car off. You quite simply won't even be able to start it. Uh, we're already in discussions with several major automotive brands to bring a Europe-wide standardized technical one-size-fits-all solution into the market. Doesn't sound scary, does it? Many people don't know that fully integrated breathalyzers called AlcoGuard will be mandatory in the coming vehicle generations. This means that if you are drunk, you will no longer be able to start your car. I talked about this in a video the other day with some legislation that is going on in the USA. And I said, nothing to do with drink driving. And you can guarantee that this isn't either. Even if you are below the minimum alcohol limit, this data will be passed on to the insurance company and you will be penalized with a higher premium. If you are drunk beyond this limit, the relevant authorities will automatically be informed and your insurance will be canceled immediately. We're also relying on the upcoming digital ID. Again, I did a huge video about this 
12, almost 12 months ago now, it did 300,000 views because everything is currently going through. We're already there. We're also relying on the upcoming digital ID, European digital ID, again, a lot about that recently. This stuff is happening. To access personal data, such as your health, traffic and home information. The background is that all the necessary customer data is already stored somewhere and as long as it does not leave the EU, everything is fine for the insurance sector with the GDPR. They're already setting this up. Nowadays, customers are carelessly giving their okay under the small print that we can collect their personal data, as we do. Yep, no, no worries, I agree to the terms and conditions, we all do it. In real time, we collect medical records, living conditions, vehicle data, etc. in the event of damage. Upcoming pilot projects are planned with credit institutions and banks to reward a healthy lifestyle and punish an unhealthy one in which we monitor shopping behaviour, temporarily limited to districts, but only a matter of time until it is delivered about individual people. This is not about your health. This is not talking about making you make better, healthier choices and choose an apple instead of a Mars bar. This is about complete control of how you spend your money, tracked, mapped, monitored and surveilled via your digital ID, which is connected to your digital bank account. I've been having a lot of fun on YouTube recently, but it's important to remember oh, all this is going on in the background. If you live in a district where a lot of unhealthy stuff is consumed, it does affect your life insurance and your pension and your death insurance. And we already check the liquidity of all customers, but it's quite old fashioned. With the coming technological advances, digital ID and digital currency, we will be able to check the liquidity in real time via interfaces with banks and credit institutions, as well as the tax circumstances of each customer. Also planned and already scheduled as a pilot project for 2025, a cooperation with the Federal Ministry of Defence and National Security. If a vehicle is registered to a politically exposed person and there is a suspected case, suspected, remember that word, this person will no longer be able to start their vehicle. Minority report. It will be deactivated via remote monitoring. This applies to all private vehicles in which the politically exposed person sits, except officially registered ones, i.e. police cars. They're talking about an RFID tag on your driving license that would stop you from even getting in anybody else's car. A powerful RFID chip will be built into these digital ID cards. This enables a close coupling of 10 meters, but monitoring and localization with an accuracy of approximately a thousand meters. This is of particular interest to the insurance company because in the event of damage, we can more easily locate the people and acts of damage and crimes and those involved. We're already in negotiations with the, hang on. So when the insurance companies present this to us, when the powers that be say, oh, this is why we want to bring it in. We want to bring it in so if you have a crash, we can find the people that did it. And all the Karens will say, that sounds like a great idea. This is going to cut down on uninsured drivers. Not realising that behind that is some very, very bleak stuff in a dystopian future where everything is tracked and monitored, like everything I've been trying to say for the last 18 months. Yes, it's always presented with a little bit of, oh, that could work, that could be useful. But you always have to stop and ask the question and say, how else could this be used? And who are the people that are going to be using it? And do we trust them? And do they have a good track record? We're already involved in negotiations with the European Digitalization and Data Protection Managers, 
to also be able to access this data in more detail, justified under the name of security, customer friendliness and digitalization. Easier, more convenient. The background is the boom in accident insurance, whereby we are of course interested in how often, when, how and above all where each customer moves. Our pilot projects with the connection to artificial intelligence are particularly interesting here in ongoing cooperation with Google and Microsoft. In the next five to ten years, if not much sooner, there will be a revolution both in the areas of digitalization and artificial intelligence. That will make the invention of the internet look like the invention of the pencil. This is not a conspiracy theory or a joke. These are projects that we are already piloting in the implementation and testing phase in the insurance sector. Side notes, in the coming years, owners of electric cars will be prepared to pay a battery tax instead of an engine tax. The reason being batteries pose an increased risk of fire and are harmful to the environment. Payment will be made on a sliding scale of watt hours per kilogram weight of your battery. Already in the insurance for autopilots here, the higher your insurance amount, the safer your autopilot will act. So you pay more insurance and you'll get better autopilot. Don't be under any illusions that the autopilot will act the same in all vehicles in the event of an accident. At every point in time, we know who, when, how and why people are in the car and what they're doing. That's that. Um, that basically summarises everything that I've been saying. That, that's, that concludes the fact that there will be a gigantic crash in the old car market. If we're moving to a situation where you're only going to be able to buy a smart car, you will not be able to insure an old car. Let me say that again. You will not be able to insure an old car. If it is not a smart vehicle, if it is not connected to these systems that whoever is running, you will not be driving. That'll do. I've got nothing else to say. You can say everything that there is to say on that one. Um, yeah. That's all seems to be coming down the track at us. There's lots of things going on. There's stuff going through in Parliament right now, and I don't think I've got anything else to say about it that you can't infer from reading that. I mean, you can map it out for yourself, can't you? Let's say you've got a collection of classic cars. Well, it's now worthless because no one can insure anything. They're just art pieces, and that's it. I wrote a piece some years ago about what would happen if we do actually ban petrol and diesel engines and all it ends up with is a massive crash in values. So where are all these people who are big names within cars, who own big car collections, who have a lot of money invested and have a lot of interest in cars, where are these voices and why aren't they standing up for us? I'll leave that one with you. Cheers. Fuck's sake! It's easy to forget, look, like, honestly. You know, I did the digital ID video um, earlier in the year, and if you saw it, you remember that I got worked up about it. And when you're having fun and getting on with your life, like most people are doing, even if you're not having fun, you're getting on with your life, you forget that all this stuff is going on. And you've seen that I've been having loads of fun with my YouTube channel lately and all the stuff that I've been doing, and it's brilliant. But this, just all of this stuff, 
it hangs over you like a dark shadow and you try to ignore it but it keeps popping up and this stuff isn't going away and I don't really have many answers at the moment but what I can do is keep trying to keep my head up keep trying to make interesting content entertaining you all as best as I can and educating where and when I can and that's it that's that's really all I've got thank you very much for watching this um, pretty bleak video it's cold <laughs>